Hey, ¿qué pasa, Calexico? Welcome back to the podcast. Like always, before we begin, I want to thank a couple of people. First of all, I want to start by thanking my friends here at Calexico Brewing Company for allowing me to record today's episode here. Also, I want to thank my sponsors, Camilo Garcia, Jake, Eddie Lopez from Roots Creative, Ms. Norma Sierra Alindo, IED Director representing Division 5 and serving the entire Imperial Valley. I want to thank Will Torres from Valley Sports Network, your Imperial Valley source for sports. Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs, with eight years of experience serving the Imperial San Diego Yuma counties with Mexicali-style hot dogs and taquizas, contact Sergio at 760-562-0057 or look for Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs for your next event. I want to thank Eric Reyes from Los Amigos de la Comunidad, empowering communities together. Finally, I want to thank David Gastelum. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you contact David. He's not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience, and he'll serve you along the He'll help you along the way in one of the most important investments of your life. Contact David at 760-235-9576. And today, we're, our, my guest today is a for, former um, Brawley City Council member. He's an employee for the IID. He's actually, I just learned he was born here in Calexico, and yeah. now he's uh, running for IID Division Three. My guest today is Mr. Don Campbell. Thank you for being here today. Yes, yes. Good afternoon. And I want to thank Jose for... for uh, uh, having me down here to do this interview, um, I'm really excited about it, and I'm I'm going to be a little honest. I'm a little bit nervous, <laughs> but I I've seen some of his interviews, and and uh, I want to thank my buddy Will Torres. Uh, Will Torres sent me a text and said, "Don, you got to go down and interview with this guy. He's really good." So I sent the email over uh, to Jose, and he invited me in today. So here I am, and we're going to sit down and chat and talk about. Uh, some of some of the IID things and some of just life things in mm-hmm. in general, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and I'll start uh, about uh, where I came from and, and and how I how I got here. I was actually born in Clexico. Mm-hmm. Jose mentioned that uh, I grew up in El Centro, uh, and I actually grew up in the projects in El Centro. Me too. You're in Clexico. Yep. 177 East Hope Project number 28 and I'm really proud of that you know and 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 uh, I grew up there until I was like 14 years old uh, and after uh, graduation out of high school I, I I met my wife and I ended up getting married to Bertha Thomas she's one of the she's from the Thomas family in Brawley that's how I ended up in Brawley but I've been at the IID uh, working uh, there for the last 40 over 47 years uh-huh. Uh, uh, a really good company. Uh, I've been fortunate. You know, it's, it's been a blessing to be able to to get on with the IID. Uh, it pays. It pays well, and you know, you, you can earn a decent living. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, I was really fortunate and blessed to be elected to Brawley City Council uh, in 2003. I spent 12 years on the council and met some wonderful, wonderful people uh, on that journey, uh, and. Uh, I think we did a lot of good things uh, in Brawley while I was there. And not saying that the other council members or other councils didn't do a good job. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about some of the things we did uh, with the upgrading the wastewater treatment plant, the second fire station. That was something that the people in Brawley talked about for a long time because, you know, there was no, there was not, there was not a fire station on, on the other side of town. And when the train went by, they would always remind us, we need a fire station over here. You know, because unfortunately, I guess years ago, there was a, uh, a person passed away because they couldn't get medical attention mm-hmm. uh, because of the train. But uh, no, when I, when I was on city council, uh, I had the opportunity to, to 
work on different committees, the League of California Cities, SCAG. Uh, I would go to L.A. like the second, the first Monday of every month. I was on the development committee and the transportation committee with SCAG, and I learned a lot of how things uh, took place, who you had to know and how you had to get there, you know, to get things done. Uh, but it's been a long journey, and I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward uh, to this election uh, for our ID. And I told Jose that the other three candidates that's running, I, I know them, uh, we're good friends, and I truly wish them the best of luck. And like I said, uh, who's ever successful, I'm going to be there to support them. You know, because we're representing uh, Division Three uh, in the North End, but honestly, we're representing all the ratepayers mm. uh, in the district service area. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, I'm looking at being a full-time director if I'm elected, uh, working for the IID every day on a daily basis, working with the ratepayers and the community, listening to the community and the ratepayers and seeing what are some of their needs and not knowing every little thing and knowing you can't come through on every little thing, but people just want somebody to listen to them, mm. to hear them out, you know, and, and try to do your best to take care of them. And that's what I'm looking forward to. Um, you mentioned that you worked for the ID for the past 47, 48 years. Mm -hmm. And you're, I don't know if you want to say your age, but yes, I'm 68 years old. You're 68. And, um, you know, like you told me people have been telling you you should retire you should retire and yeah. now you're going into you know running for for id di uh, director mm -hmm. seat um wh why now why what made you decide to you know I, I i was thinking about running some time back and and uh, mr hanks and i are good friends and i basically i've i've always said that i would never run against him he's i, I consider him to be a very good director and he really took care of us and I, and I mentioned to him, if he ever decided that he wasn't going to run, and I would jump in there and, and, and give it a shot. And it kind of took me a little while this time to, to put my, my name in the hat because uh, I was waiting for him to make sure that he wasn't going to run and, and being patient, and I don't blame him. Uh, he he uh, Once he did come and let me know he wasn't going to run, and then I was ready to go. I, I was ready for it, you yeah. know. Um, you bring a, a different perspective um you know, uh, being an employee for, for the IED. I mean, the other two candidates, you know, they, they have, um, two of them have some experience in, in politics. Um, one of them is fairly new to, to this, you know, politic mm -hmm. game. Um, but you bringing that perspective from, you know, as an employee from the IED, do you think um, that would make you a better candidate, a better director um, than somebody that's coming off might be a politician, mm -hmm. but doesn't really know yeah. the, the ins and outs of it. I, I, think, I think the advantage that I would have there is knowing who to go to, knowing what questions to ask, knowing who would have that information. Even being a director, a lot of times you even hear current directors saying, well, you know, we didn't get all the information. Or we didn't get exactly what we needed. Well, I know the ins and outs of the IID. I know exactly who to go to and who to talk to about certain things, whether it be water, energy, finance. Uh, I happen to work in the support services, so I, I touch a little bit of all uh, of IID. So I think it's important to know who to go to to get that information. And I think when people know you personally, it's a little different. They're more comfortable dealing with you and, and opening up to you, you know. Uh, so I, I'm looking forward to that, you know, and, and uh, I, I think it I think it would be good uh, uh, to have someone that knows all the interactions of the company like that. It makes it a little easier easier to navigate through there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
well, currently there's a, you know, kind of like a division within the board. Mm-hmm. Um, when you see that, what, what, what do you think? Is it something good that there's division? Um, is it bad? Um, how does it affect the rate pairs? You know, positive, posit- positive interaction like that is, is good. But when it gets personal, and then it's not. And I, I've seen some of the personal things that go on, and you just kind of wish that. Uh, are we always going to agree? No. But you, you would hope that they would kind of keep some of the personal stuff in the back room where the public doesn't see it. Because it's, you know, growing up in sports, things happen in the locker room, man, you know, and it happens. But it's okay to happen in the locker room, as long as it don't get out in front of the cameras and in, in the public. Mm-hmm. And I look at the IID board the same way. Some of those disagreements and interactions that they have, they need to keep that in closed session or in the back where the public don't see that. Yeah, you, you're not always going to agree on everything. And, and to me, uh, if you don't get heated and then, you, you know, it, it – there's things that get you heated, man, yeah. and you it just happens. It's just it's part of it, you know, and that's that compassion, and, and, and you need that. But they just need to keep it under control, I think. Yeah, do you think that, um, you know, showing showing that division, you know, on the cameras or for the public, does it lend to outside people coming in and trying to, you know, maybe get in and bring in more, you know, we've had the issue where they yeah. want to bring in more board, board, board members from other yeah. counties or, or people want to trying to buy our water. Does it lend yeah. to that? I think what it, what tends to happen is other, other agencies and other uh, folks see that, that we're not together, that we're not bonded. So they, they see that, they see that void, they see that weakness. So then they think, you know, maybe we, maybe we're not quite connected and know what's going on. It, and it tends to send the wrong perception. Mm-hmm. I really do. Cause I, like I said, I been involved in city government for as long as I was. I spent a lot of time, uh, in Sacramento and, and, and up in the different, uh, areas. And you kind of hear some of that chatter sometimes. You guys are spoiled. You guys got a lot of water. You, you you know you're not you're not utilizing it right. You know you're not efficient. So when they see that kind of back and forth going on, then they feel they can make a move and do what they need to do. Mm. You know, and that's why I say uh, quite naturally you're not going to always agree on everything. But when they see that 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 aggressiveness that's out of control. And then that's when I think they they start uh, thinking that way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, so you, you know, everybody that, that not everybody, most of the people that run for IAD, always uh, one of their, um, like their, what do you call, them? their talking points is, you know, I'm gonna make sure that the rates stay low or or that the rates go down. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think when you know when people say that? Do you, do you think it's a promise that? You should be making to to the public. Well, the, the way I look at that is that that's something that you need to try to achieve. But the district needs to be operated like a business, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's some of what's wrong, you know, with the internal operation of the company. This company needs to be operated as 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 a business. Uh, th- this is almost a billion dollar year company. You can't you can't produce a product and sell it for less than what it it, it takes you to, to produce it, mm-hmm. you know. And, and quite naturally, you want to keep rates low. But what happens to your system? You know, what happens to your infrastructure yeah. when you're not taking care of things? And I'm not, and don't get me wrong, I, I'm not, 
I'm not uh, putting our elected officials down or our staff down, but I, I do know that uh, some of our generating facilities, you know, they're 30, 40 years old. You know, we, we've been looking at the pole replacement program for several years. You know, uh, they have done a lot of uh, uh, upgrades in the water system with the automated gates, Rubicons, uh, the laptops in the, in the water operated pickups so they can make adjustments on the run. But when you're not putting money back into the company, back investing back into the, to the company, and then you, you get a system or an infrastructure that is aging and failing mm. the way it does. You know, uh, the R line, the S line, that, you know, those transmission lines need to be taken care of. You know, we need battery storage. You know, they bought the property in the south end to, to build the other reservoir in the south end. We need to get those things done, you know, and it takes that cohesiveness and that working together. Uh, when you got budgets, you, you need to make sure you make those deadlines and, and get things done, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, and, and I mean, infrastructure is really, really important, and it's I think it's something that is, isn't talked about enough mm -hmm. um and iid you know like i said before iid is a it's a it's a monster when it comes to you know being a direct a director because you're dealing with with employees with their unions you're dealing with you know water mm -hmm. and that's really a, a you know big commodity now like people really want the water now because you know it's it, people forget that that we've been in a drought for the past i don't know how long you several know several years so you know that's becoming a, a huge commodity for us you know something that people wanted and we you know we, we got to fight to keep make sure we we keep it and then you, you're dealing with infrastructure yes. with you know you know um i think a lot of the community sees iid as all the, oh, the company that you know we pay our electrical mm -hmm. bill to but they don't really see everything that goes behind it and and, yeah. and it's like i said i, I mean I was talking to another candidate, and I'm like, you know, in terms of the political ecosystem here in the Imperial Valley, I feel that the idea is, you know, the yeah. the big daddy because, you know, up there. with without the water, you know, you know, it's the lifeblood of the, the valley. Mm -hmm. You know, and people and people and power energy is important too, but water is the lifeblood of this valley. The ag industry is 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 billions of dollars a year. It, it creates a lot of jobs. So if when we don't take care of it and be efficient uh, and, and and take care of the infrastructure, it, it causes issues. It really does, you know. And I do. I, I've said it. I, I uh, being there and being involved, the I give the growers a lot of credit. They've done a good job in working with the district uh, with this water conservation and making sure they're conserving water. Uh, uh, they're talking about uh, the overrun coming up here. You know, I'm I'm thinking if we just make sure on our water orders and be efficient with what we're using, hopefully we can avoid that overrun. I, I I really think them working together, meaning the growers and the IID and everybody that's involved, hopefully we can avoid that. Mm -hmm. You know, but energy energy is a, a a huge thing, and and I'll go back to it. I I really think. We need to do a real deep dive into our infrastructure in-house and make sure we're generating enough energy uh, to keep the lights on. I know our portfolio says that we, we generate 1,100 megawatts of power a year. Is that what it's designed to do or is that really what it's doing? Because I know when you, when you have to go out and, and 
and do purchase power agreements, people really look at that. And, and I can tell you, uh, I've been out on the streets talking to folks that they're, they're not real happy, you know, and I, I'm not going to avoid the question. You know, people says you, you really need to be against that. You can't you, you, you can't be in favor of the district making those kind of agreements. But if you know you don't have enough energy to keep the lights on and keep people going in the summertime when the peak is really, really high, you got to do to do nothing is not an option. Yeah. You know, the 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 question I would have is the term of the agreement. You know, uh, I understand it's a hundred and fifty hundred and fifty four million dollar agreement. Could we have done a shorter term and invest some of that money in house to get our system where it needs to be mm-hmm. because I, I i watched that meeting uh and i remember the, the 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 question was asked to mr martinez just in the in the coachella valley alone what is the projected kilowatt that's going to be needed in the next few years and i if i, if I remember right he said 500 megawatts he said even if they only needed half of that 250 250 megawatts do we have the power to, to, to supply it no so you you got to make a tough decision on how you do that and i do and i've said it before we need to take a deep dive in-house and, and make sure we're generating enough energy to be sufficient self-sufficient yeah. you know the last the last big pro- energy project that i remember the iid having was unit three at the steam plant and that was several years ago several years ago uh, i know a lot of the hydros and stuff on the all-american some of those facilities is 30, 40 years old, you know. It's hard to be efficient or, or to keep up with demand today when you're operating like that. Yeah, and, and you know, if, if it's a 30-year-old technology, um, I'm sure that newer technology can maybe pr- exactly. produce more energy with yeah. the same... For less money, Yeah, even. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And, and going back to that, you know, you, you, you bring that perspective, you know, to... You know, in terms of the candidates that, that are in that division, you know, you each have a, a different, um, Gina, Dr. Red brings a business perspective mm-hmm. to it. Um, Ms. Maria brings a, um, she's been in politics for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. She, she looks out for, you know, for a lot of the people out in the North End. And Ramon, you know, he's, 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 uh, he's, um, what do you call it? Like, he's, he's, uh, He's out there. Like a, he's like dealing a, with people. He's out there. Yeah, he's like a, a plug, like a spark. He's he's, yeah. he's on the go all the time. And and you mentioned that you know you're you know you're happy to see all these candidates because you know that it's going to be well represented. Right. And right. Um, and but do you feel that um, we need somebody that's more and on the board? We need somebody that's more. Um, in the know of you know make sure that they're advocating for infrastructure other right. than oh yeah because again that goes back to not only understanding what infrastructure needs are and where it's at but you need to know who to go to to make to connect those dots to make that happen because you if you have to start from scratch on every little project it's just it, it's almost impossible within a, 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 a you know, people tell you when you get elected, well, it takes the first year or two just learning what's. No, you need to be able to hit the ground running and knowing what's going on with some of these things, man, uh, uh, to make it happen. If you're gonna if you're gonna spend the first year or two learning the 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 ins and outs of IID, that's two years already gone. I think that's the advantage that I have knowing the ins and outs of IID. Uh, 
uh, I already I know how they operate. I, I know what some of the infrastructure needs are. I know who to go to. Uh, I'm involved in the budget process. You know, uh, uh, I, I I know them personally. You know, I know what questions I ask. That makes a, that that cuts through a lot of uh, of the minutia, you know, yeah. and get right to the point. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and you know, cuts out on time on you know, exactly. like you said, learning where mm -hmm. who to talk to, where yeah. to go. Yeah. Um. What What are your thoughts on on you know the the lithium that that they're trying to extract from from yeah. Sunsea? I, I I think it's I think that's a really good opportunity uh, for the whole Imperial County, and and again, I've I've heard the chatter out there about how that. How those royalties should be uh, divided up or whatever, but that property is owned by the IID. And if I'm if I'm a director, would I be willing to have the conversation on how we could use some of those funds to help the North End? Sure, because I can tell you, bro. Uh, I, I live in Brawley. I've been in Brawley for over 20 years. Calipat, Nyland, North Shores, up in that, that area is really struggling. They, 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 they need help. And I think between the district and the county working together with some of that lithium, use some, use some of that royalty to help those cities. You know, I've been at the district long enough. I know when, when all that flooding was happening from the Salton Sea, I was there, bro. Uh, IID was getting sued by people from every angle. That's why they bought all that property. The IID was buying property that was under saltwater that was worth nothing. Mm -hmm. Now there's going to be something really positive come out of that, and quite naturally, people want a piece of the pie, and and, and it's okay. That's just that's human nature. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But the district owns that property, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm sure that all the IID uh, board of directors and staff will be willing to sit down and have that conversation on how to extract that lithium and do it in an environmental safe way and then help those communities yeah. out there that's having a tough time. Because I can tell you, Nyland and Calipat and up in that area, they're having a tough time, and, and they're part of us. That's part of our community. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to have that conversation to try to help them. Yeah, yeah, for sure, because, I mean, it's it's a, it's a you know, it's going to be a, a lot of uh, money and funding that's going to come mm -hmm. into to the, for that project. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, hopefully, yeah, it gets to stay here and... People take advantage of it and, mm -hmm. you know, we help out. Oh, yeah. Create jobs. You know, Ramon and I have had that conversation about the water rates and stuff up in the Calipad and up in the, in the north because the water plant is privately owned. You know, you can't, you can't just go and take over a private business. Mm -hmm. But hopefully the district and the county can get together and maybe do something to, to – uh, reduce some of those charges for those folks because man it, it it is the the rate that they're paying for water is outrageous mm -hmm. you know it, it's just it's outrageous you know and we need to have that conversation we really yeah, do yeah and, and and you know sometimes people sometimes also think that the id is the one that makes um you know especially in your city they put the prices on water but mm -hmm. no you know the city is yeah. in charge of but, you know, there's a way that maybe the ID can help, you know. Well, yeah, I think if the IID and the county work together to get with that water company, Golden, uh, I can't, I'm not even sure the name of it, the, 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 the private water company that operates over there, mm. uh, quite naturally. And I don't know if people understand really what it takes to operate a water company. You got to have you got to have certified operators and inspection. It's very expensive, bro. Uh, 
I don't know uh, uh, if people really realize what that cost is. But by it being private, they're making a profit too. The district, the district sells raw water to all the cities at the same price. It's twenty dollars an acre foot, mm-hmm. you know. And and those companies uh, decide how they're gonna uh, distribute and how they charge that. But I really would like to see the district and the county get together and work with that company to try to reduce some of those charges for those folks because it really is expensive. Yeah, um, I guess the, the 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 big question that we always ask the um, you know, people running for ideas, you know, water rights. What do you what do you think about water rights? What do you think, you know, in terms of, you know, um, do you, do you think that people should be able to sell their water outside if they're not using it, or do we need to make sure that it stays here? You know, that's a, a big question. I think that's I think that's called allocation at the gate. Uh, I I think the water belongs to all the people. Uh, as far as any other water transfers, that sh- that should not happen privately or even within the district. I, I don't think we should be looking at transferring any any more water. Uh, the law on the river, we people talk about renegotiating. I, I think we need to just we need to fight to make sure we keep the rights that we have. You know that three point one million acre feet a year is what we're allocated. We need to to continue to make sure that we have that mm-hmm. you know as far as a landowner having the right to say i've got so much land that water should come to me i should be able to do whatever i want to do with the water well that takes the water away from the people too then you know so it's 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 a catch 22 kind of i think so when you have when you have a company that's kind of overseeing all of it and then it doesn't get personal because you could have you, you virtually could have several different water companies I guess if you allow that to happen, yeah. you know, and I think that went to court. I think the court decided that that's not that's not an equitable way to manage the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Again, and you know, I think that's what um, why everybody asked because you know, you know, it went uh, all the way to court, mm-hmm. but yet you know, they mm-hmm. still keep fighting to to be able to, to sell this water and and yeah, it's it's. Um, I mean, it's a natural resource, and and yeah. and in reality, like we don't. It's not even you know we're getting that water from somewhere else, right? You know, we have. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people understand how that actually how that actually operates. The district doesn't sell water. The district sells the delivery service to the cities and to the the growers. In other words, uh, that twenty dollars an acre foot is they're not charging you that for the water. They're charging you that for. The service, yeah, the, the delivery the, mm. of the water, because the water belongs to the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it's coming from the Colorado. Mm-hmm. You know it's crazy uh, that, to think about. Yeah. You know how, mm-hmm. how we get our water here. Yeah, a lot of times when 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 people understand that they like, I, well, I thought the district was selling water. Well, uh, they sell the service basically. Mm-hmm. They sell that delivery. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think the district has done a good job. I think the district has done a good job managing the water. Uh, and again, the growers the growers have done well. And and, and again, you, you're not going to always agree on every little thing, Jose. But I think the growers and the district has has worked well here lately with water conservation, uh, with the transfer that is in place, uh, and and things are looking up. 
uh, things are looking up. We, we, we've really come a long way with being able to manage water and make adjustments on the run with the AM runs, the PM runs, the, the, the 12 hour run, uh, uh, stock water. The district has done a good job working with the growers and the cities too, you know, uh, to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Um, we're almost at, at 30 minutes and that's, you know, what I'm giving the sure. candidates. Um, what what would be your elevator pitch or your two minute pitch to somebody that you meet out meet out on the streets and normally normally when I when I when I meet people I introduce them tell them who I am a lot of people know me but you you have to, you you have to approach them like they don't know you you know uh, and I tell them that uh, my my heart and my goal is to work uh, for the community community for the people uh, to work for them uh, to hear them. You know, to hear their concerns, and I tell people, you you can't you you can't promise everything, uh, and you know, Jose, I I I don't want to get off the question, but I, I've served on hundreds of interview panels for the IID, and one of the questions at the end of that 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 process is, why do you think you're the best qualified candidate for this position? And I tell them, you know, I'm thinking in my own mind, if I was on the other side of the table, I would be honest. I would say, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm more qualified than than Ramon, Gina, or Maria. But what I will promise you and assure you is they won't outwork me. Mm. You know, I, I, you, 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 you know what you know. They know what they know. They have attributes that you don't have. But when you know you have that attitude to say, hey, I'm going to be there working for you every day. I'm going to be a full-time director for you every day. This is not a part-time gig. I'm going to be there working for you. And, and, and I think that's what you have to ensure into people that they know once you get elected, well, he's, he, he's elected, he's just he's another politician, and he's on about his business. No, that's not what it's about, you know. Uh, you, have, you have to be able to do this uh, even if it wasn't a pay involved. Yeah, you know, uh, and I tell people I, I want to be there to serve you. I want to hear you call me. I want to hear you. I want to call you back. I'm not going to make promises that I know that's just out of this world. Well, I'm gonna get in there and reduce all the rates. Come on, you you don't go in there and tell people that. Yeah. You know, you 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 want to tell people that you want to have fair and equitable rates where the company can be solvent and you can be solvent also. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, and people need to understand there's nothing free. You know. Uh, and, and a lot of times people people talk about reducing rates and changing this and changing that. You, you, you only one vote, you know. You have to get in there and work as a team to make sure that the rates are as reasonable as, as they can be and your community is, is revolving and, and, and growing, you know what I mean? And I try to ensure people that. Uh, and I always tell them, you know what, uh, I may not be able to, to, to tell you what you want to hear, but I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to give you my full effort on on, on my job, you know. And I'm looking forward to this election. Like I said, I uh, I don't take it for granted. And people uh, people say, well, you you need you need to be confident you're going to win. Well, I'm going to be confident I'm going to work hard to try to earn the vote. But you you, you that's what you need to do, you know. Just not take it for granted. And I'm not out here to put the other candidates down or discredit them. And I wish them well, you know. And if I'm not successful, like I said, I'm going to be there supporting them because that's my community. Yeah. You know, uh, we're family. Yeah, and I think it's it's something that um, it's it's key. Like when you say mention that, because 
a lot of times when you have uh, election season and you feel that there's a candidate that what's well, happened to me where I feel like oh this candidate is really good he has really good ideas um, it would be nice if he would you know get on whatever board mm -hmm. he's running for and if they lose um, when they lose if they lose um, they just you know fade away and, yeah. and they don't uh, care yeah and it's <laughs> and it's really important to you know because at the end of the day like you're running to help your community yes so if you lose you still want to be there to help, your community. help my community so you know being being able or being available for whoever wins to mm -hmm. share ideas share thoughts is you know the best way you could oh yeah i i uh i've been involved with little league i was uh brawley pop one a president for uh, about five years and everybody should experience that <laughs> i tell people if you if you want to experience something you get involved with the youth and get in there and 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 and, and really get involved and help some of those uh, that needs help because bro when you when you, when you get in there and start dealing with that you understand uh, there's some folks that's really struggling man and and uh, that was one of the things that 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 brought out the hunger in me to, to help my community you know I, I grew up on the east side I grew up in the projects I understand what it is bro to to not have you know and God has blessed me to to be at the district and to be in the right place at the right time, maybe, because I wasn't an angel growing up. I'd done some stupid <laughs> things, man. And if I had got caught uh, doing some of those stupid things, you know, your, rec your, your reputation precedes you. Your record precedes you. They look at your application, and you got those blemishes on there. You're not going to get those jobs, you know. And I've been blessed to be able to be at the district, and uh, it's worked longevity uh, as long as I have and support my family and earn a good living. And, but to taste the other side of that really, really make you know that, hey, you need to, you need to get in there and contribute and help some of these folks that are struggling. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want to do. You know, I want to continue to do that. Um, the, the, the 47 years that the district went by like that, <laughs> the 12 years I was on city council, man. And, and, and now I'm, now I'm looking, even at, you know, bro, I, I would run I would run for this position even if it didn't pay. It's not about the money with me. Mm -hmm. I would run even if it didn't pay. Uh, and I tell people right now, if I'm elected, I'm going I'm going to be a full time director. You're going to see me every day, you know, working uh, uh, for my ratepayers and my community and not just for Division three, but all the divisions, you know, uh, I come up to Clexico a lot. I go over and see Morris, and Morris, I need some signs. I need some banners, and, you know, I've been dealing with him for years, man, and, and Morris is a good guy, man. You know, he, he helps me a lot. You know, he gives me ideas and things, and so it, it's been really good. It's, it's been a nice journey, and uh, people think, yeah, you should just go and just retire and relax. Well, <laughs> I'll do that after I'm done, man. Yeah. I got energy right now, you know, and I want to get out there and work, and, and I, 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 I want to be a servant, you know. I think I have the will uh, to do it. Uh, I think I have the know-how. I know a lot of the people. Uh, so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready, man. And, 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 Jose, I really appreciate you inviting me down and letting me come down because <laughs> – I, I went, once Will contacted me, and and I told him, I said, Will, I think I've seen one of those interviews. He said, Don, contact this guy. Okay, well. Yeah. Well, yeah. shout out to Will. Thank you, Will, for 
Yeah. I, I mean, he's uh, my buddy, man. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was a pleasure meeting you and, and talking to you. Um, um, where can people um, reach out to you if you have any questions yeah. about your campaign and stuff like you, that? You can call me at 760-550-8187, or you can get me on Facebook, uh, DC Campbell 1954 at yahoo.com on the web and on there it's got a link where you can go and, and, and check me out and contribute if you want and uh, but it's uh, you don't have I, a, a, a Facebook a Facebook campaign um, or yes or yeah. On Instagram Th- yeah there, there's an I'm on the Instagram okay. uh, uh, you can go on my Facebook page and see all my, my Instagram hookups and everything okay and and, so. and I'll look yeah I'll look for those and then I'll put them on the description of, yeah. of the show that way people can can find them easily um, yeah it's uh, yeah I've got I, I've got some stuff on Facebook and 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 uh, okay. my way up there. Okay, Don Campbell for ID Division Three. Uh-huh. Okay, and yeah, and like I said, I'll put it on the on the description of the show. That way, people can click yeah. on it, and it'll take they you can, to the. They, that way, they can go and hit an interview or whatever, and, and it's it's been nice, Jose. I really appreciate it. No, no, thank you for 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 coming out to Calexico yeah. and 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 having a conversation with me. Once again, shout out to Wolf uh, yeah. for hooking for for making oh, yeah. hooking us up. Um, but yeah, thank you again. Um, good luck with your campaign. And yeah, um, I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, stay tuned for more more interviews with the candidates, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.